Hey, welcome back to Creatively Random. My name's Padraig. This is Michael. How's it going? Pleasure to have you with us. Hey, if you're returning from an earlier episode, thanks so much for listening and sticking with us. Uh, and if you're brand new, welcome to the podcast. This is, uh, we like to describe it as the podcast for people with endless interests. And it's because we're creative people and the creative industry is so vast and wide that there's so many different niches and things and levels of games and movies and you know art and uh we don't really like picking just one thing we like mm. to talk about every kind of thing and today we're talking about tiktok yes specifically we're talking about what is going on in america at the moment mm. with tiktok and uh the american congress and project texas and, and we'll get into it in a sec but uh, stick around to the end because we've got some cool things that we saw this week we're going to talk about, mm. a bit of show and tell, if you will, um, and that'll be later on in the podcast. But let's get into talking about TikTok. Uh, based on, I've got some information pulled up here, and I think I will lead with the uh, we are not lawyers statement. Yes. <laughs> this is not advice. This is not financial advice. By any means. <laughs> um, and we are definitely very much not completely over the entire thing that's going on but it is happening at the moment and i think if stuff changes in the u.s it could have an effect on both the way you use tiktok and just social media in general mm. um, based on what kind of is going on but what's your understanding of what's happening at the moment and then we can kind of go through the facts yeah so like you said i'm just coming across it now like the last couple of days understanding it wrapping my head around it but essentially um the american congress is having uh issues with or maybe not issues they're having concerns with data privacy mm. around their american people and the americans that are on the app tiktok in the states i think it's 150 million of them roughly have tiktok over there which is a lot of people um i think collectively tiktok has like two billion users or something stupid like that but essentially just uh, over some data concerns because of uh, connections and ties with the chinese government mm -hmm. and the way the the chinese government has uh, certain laws in place they believe that tiktok can be prone to either leaking or, or, or selling or whatever it is of American data. Yeah, right. That that was my understanding of it as well. And based on the information I've read, essentially a lot of the buzzword is around data security. Mm. That's the biggest yeah. kind of like, hey, TikTok, you're collecting all this data on American citizens. Mm. What are you doing with it? Does the CPP, which is the Chinese uh, Communist Party, mm. have access to it at will? Like if they want it, can they just have it? Um, obviously, TikTok's owned by, well, the parent company is ByteDance, mm -hmm. which is a famously Chinese company. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I guess the concern from the American Congress Party is that, well, China has access to like China as a country, mm. that government organization <laughs> has access to all this user data of Americans. Yeah. And they're going into congress and having you know it's a um they're having a congressional hearing about all this content mm. uh, what's happening asking all these questions and that's kind of why it's been brought up because all this is public mm. yeah. it's all like live streamed 
public hearings yeah. and all over my feed this week has just been and i don't want to be rude to any american congressman <laughs> or women but just some of the dumbest questions you've ever heard from a human being yeah. um about how tiktok or what information tiktok is using mm. one of the ones i've seen the most come up and one of the funniest ones is them asking what they're doing with tracking people's eyes and seeing their pupils dilate when they watch something that's entertaining and then using that pupil dilation data Mm. that apparently they're tracking to then boost that post as a sign of well that's working well because it's dilating people's pupils which look i don't work for tiktok marco doesn't work for tiktok but I, I, I seriously doubt they're doing it. That's a lot of work for a very little gain, I would say. <laughs> like, and what if your pupils don't dilate? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think there's a very simple reason for why you see similar f- things come up on your phone on mm. TikTok is you're watching other videos for a longer period of time and yeah. you're watching certain videos for a shorter period of time. Yeah. They're going to assume just by... I think the way our brains work, if you're watching it longer, you're obviously more interested in that, so they're just going to feed you more of that. Yeah. That's just to keep you on the platform. Yeah. I don't think there's anything to do with any sort of tracking there. No. That's just a simple marketing tool. I'm pretty sure that's on every device you could probably imagine. Yeah. And platform you could imagine, so yeah, nothing new there. And I guess the hard thing is that, like, if they're really worried about data and, like, Data, people's private data being used or mm. collected they really would have problems with companies that are based and have been started in the US mm. like you know some companies that run with Google yeah. or Peta yeah. <laughs> you know similar yeah. companies yeah. Um, that collect a lot of that same data that yes. TikTok would collect mm. realistically I feel like the problem and again I'm not a government official and I'm not a lawyer but I would say the problem really falls down to the fact that America and China politically mm. have quite opposing views. Yes. And it's realistically that the data is not in the American hands, mm. um, which I don't know how how safe. I mean, Zuckerberg went through the same thing, right? He went through mm. a congressional hearing about had to answer all these same questions. Yeah. And to, to be fair to the uh, executive, who's he? Chief executive officer yeah. of TikTok. Mm. Um He's much more human than Mark Zuckerberg was. <laughs> he was very human. During very his nice congressional very congressional nice hearing. And um, I don't know, I, it's, it's, he's, I would hate to be in his position mm. because he has to be so respectful. But some of the questions, he, like I think someone was asking about whether the TikTok app requires connection to a Wi-Fi network. Mm. And then if it does, does it, can it, can it access other devices on that network? Yes. And I don't. I wouldn't even have had to answer that question. <laughs> I think you reply with, "I think the answer is no." Yeah, like, but it needs the internet. It needs your phone's Wi-Fi. already connected to the Wi-Fi. Yeah, like, I don't think he understood that either. That's a whole other story. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like obviously your device needs Wi-Fi or an internet connection to connect to the all the content that exists. It's mm. not just on your phone. Yeah, right. You need access to the libraries of data whether yeah. that's videos whether that's text you know blogs all sorts of stuff it's all in and online yeah but you need to be able to connect to that and this guy obviously had concerns otherwise like or he thought there was malicious intent for that mm. but it's as simple as 
everything you probably have on your phone is connecting to the internet to use it in some way yeah absolutely and yeah it was it was unfortunate that a few of those questions were asked because i feel like they made fools of themselves a little bit mm. but hopefully i don't know i hope they don't come out too bad and bruised on their end for just asking probably questions that they were prepared earlier for them but i'm not defending them anyway like i feel like they treated the ceo of tiktok pretty poorly um, yeah yeah personally yeah. but I mean, and it, it is tricky because we don't really know what's going on inside China and mm. we, don't, we don't really want to speculate either, to be mm. honest. But uh, he said during a congressional hearing at one point that ByteDance is not an agent of China or mm. any other country. Like, it's not mm. political in any way. It's a mm. business. ByteDance or TikTok? We said ByteDance. Yeah, right. But I guess by and proxy, TikTok, TikTok. is a product mm. of ByteDance, well, uh, ByteDance. I think it is hosted or like the headquarters of TikTok is in Singapore. Yeah, right. I believe. Yeah. Which is... So, obviously, it resides in a country, but I guess what he was saying is, I think that was in response to them saying something about how ByteDance is owned by the CCP, which is, you know, not... We don't know that for a fact. And that's what probably a lot of Americans are assuming. Um, But, yeah, his his statement is that, no, ByteDance is not an agent of the CCP or any other country. It's just a business. Yeah. and yeah, I mean, it's a business that runs on data, which is essentially like you would think, okay, now they run on content, but um, this is not in defense or attack of TikTok or any other social media platform. Mm. But when something's free, you are the product usually. Yes. So like if you're consuming stuff on Instagram or TikTok, mm. the money they're making is from advertisements and creators getting people to stay on the platforms. and. Yeah. You, you are the product. You're enjoying the, the product, but you also are the product yeah. for them. Yeah, exactly. As a business, which is is what it is. If it's it's a fair trade, if you don't want to pay for it, I guess that's mm. how you're paying for it. Mm. Um, yeah, I think something that's I'm still unsure about is what data outside of the obvious, you know, name, age, address, email mm. address, phone number, whatever it is that it asks you when you sign up. Mm. like what data outside of that do they think they can access they being america think china can access yeah i think it's quite well it's probably like interests i would assume like you would have i mean and even there's ways you can turn it on in google to see like what it's feeding you based on you can there's actually a way in google Mm. chrome or maybe just in google itself we can go in and actually see your portfolio, like what your interest portfolio. So like what Google sends you right. based well, on what things you like. And that's based on the data that they've tracked. And yeah, which is you. based on the websites that you visit yeah, and, yeah. you know, the things that you purchase and yeah. and all that data is tracked and it's you're using a product that sends data through to Google. So, and in a lot of ways, like to be honest, I'm one of the people that maybe this is a rare instance, but I actually prefer... Well, I, you know, I pref- I don't prefer them having my data, but if they're going to have my data, if they can use it in a way that gives me things that I actually would prefer to look at mm. rather than just like random ads or something. Yes, yeah. Then I'm like, I'm interested in that yeah. in a way because yeah. I'm like, okay, if you're going to advertise to me, at least advertise me things that I would be interested in yeah, potentially buying rather than just like random things that I have to scroll past and not look at. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, we're always going to receive advertising. Yeah, like it's just, <laughs> just a part of it. world sort of makes a lot of money 
Um, and so thinking smarter, not harder, or working smarter, not harder, right? Because yeah. when you used to watch TV, you would watch, I guess some people still watch TV. Yeah, true. <laughs> not used to. But when I used to watch TV, I don't really watch TV anymore. The ads in between, the ads during the ad breaks would just be kind of at that time of day, roughly this is our demographic. Uh, demographic. Mm. So these are the ads that we're going to put out. You know, it's like yeah. footy, halftime show, uh, it's yeah. a drink, it's a beer ad or it's a gambling ad or yeah. it's Hungry Jacks. Or it's a new car. Or it's yeah. a new car. Like yeah. it's like parents and their kids, maybe it's families watching mm. or like 35 to 40 year old men. Mm. So you just, you hit that demographic. Mm. It's actually not that much different, except they know specifically based on each phone now mm. what that demographic is because yeah. it's your phone. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I think it's just it's just better advertising, to be honest. Yeah. But I can understand why people are not happy with their data just being everywhere. Yeah. As but well, it, it is sort of hard though because like people have been on say Facebook for I don't know the last ten years mm. more, and. Mm if you have been on that platform for that long and used it somewhat consistently, you've probably given away a lot of data yourself mm. publicly just in posts, but also yep. through the, yeah, the things you like, the things you click, the mm. fo- things you follow. I think a lot of people are forgetting that we're carrying around like a device in our pockets that has like, has our yeah. whole lives on it. Really. You can have your ID on it. You can have your, your bank cards. You can yeah, have yeah, yeah. all the things you need to, yeah. to survive a day yeah in your hand and that data is there and you've probably been building up that up over time yeah um the older you get the more you have and yeah yeah it's just one of those things where data exists or these companies have our data and it exists in multiple places yeah and it's not even not even just people that are using it for good i guess Mm. like you do have people that are like the the breach of Optus recently, and then the Medibank, yeah, definitely stuff like that's all other data that's probably been taken for malicious intent. But yeah, hopefully nothing comes of that. And but. the real problem with that is like I think, and again, I, this is me speaking from very little inside knowledge of what happened in those instances. But the problem with that is those companies were keeping data that didn't need to be kept, mm. like credit card details when you've paid for something. There's no reason that it should necessarily have to stay on file. Like, yeah, exactly. That's data that can then be like erased and removed. And they had it still for some reason, which is like, well, maybe they just had it because well, that's just was their process to keep it. And yeah. but it's like you didn't need to keep yeah. it. And that was really the problem. Yeah. I think um, a, you see a lot of that nowadays where let's say you just buy something for the first time on a website, it'll ask you, do you want to save those details? Yeah. Or even like signing up to Netflix maybe. Yeah. You can have it recurring and purchasing stuff or purchasing yeah. the subscription through your card. Like it's, yeah, right. they have that data now connected to your name and your account. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, 100%. And there's people, I think a lot of the thing, like the issues people run into, especially with the Optus hack, was that there was people that were like no longer Optus customers mm. from yeah. years and years and years yeah, ago. And they still right. had card details on file. And you're yeah, like, that's horrible. why? <laughs> why do you still have that data? Yeah. And probably more than nothing, it's just a case of like not being educated correctly mm. and having the system set up in place to be like, okay, we mm. don't really have a process for when someone isn't a customer anymore. So we just, their data just remains in the system. But really there should be like, a, okay, you leave, your data goes with you kind of mm. thing. And I, I th- mean, and nothing really gets ever deleted from the internet, but no. there's, there's better ways to manage yeah, it. Yeah, I think there's things you can do nowadays as someone um, that's, 
wanting to say delete your old data let's say you mm. you're with optus and you want to leave optus i think you can request like you contact their support team or whatever team and i yeah. think you can go through a process that might allow you to be like can you clear and wipe all of my data yeah i think you can do that but i don't again know how much data that actually wipes yeah like yeah there's unfortunately only so much you can do even taking big companies to court like that may not get you as far as you would hope Mm. but there are companies and i cannot think of them at the moment like the name of them but there's companies where you can pay them to basically do a search of your profile your identity across the the whole internet Mm. and it'll give you kind of a list of where your data is yeah and then they will do the like legal maybe they're american companies Mm. um at the moment but they will do like a legal request for that company to release your data yeah and you can get that back or delete it or whatever very similar Um, process but probably a more professional way but yeah i did just look it up and you can request uh so i just got on the optus website actually you can request your data and you can send a a form into bit you can send them (laughs) you can send them new data to, to request your data uh, so ironic, it says what is the cost your data is available free of charge that's nice of them to give you yeah, yeah. your data back uh, for free um i guess the thing for i mean you, you used to be pay this is i think we're kind of we've branched away from ticket we'll come back to it i think at towards the end mm. and talk about project texas and stuff but there used to be a day where you would pay in advertising, right? Mm. So like if something was free, the way you paid for it was not with money, but mm. by being advertised to. Yeah, And that's still the case um, a lot of the time. But even nowadays, you can still, you can pay for like meta verification mm. and you still, you're paying for the service, yeah. not to post because you could do that for free, but you're paying for some features, yeah. but it's not removing the advertising mm. from the platform. So we're, we've moved beyond the point of, okay, free means you get advertised to. Mm. You, you pay for it, you still get advertised to. Yeah. We've moved to the point of now, okay, free means that we're going to use your data. And that's kind of the yeah. obligation that you're kind of submitting to by not paying for something. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I guess the biggest question from all this is like, what is your data worth? Mm. Like realistically, how much, yeah. how much monetary value do you put on your interests mm. and people knowing what you like and your age demographic and where you live and yep. you you know and if you could give a put a price to that and said okay well instagram's going to cost maybe it's 80 bucks a day mm. for you to have my data is my yeah. price if instagram costs 80 dollars a day would you use it i wouldn't be i wouldn't pay it no, I wouldn't. <laughs> so i think you got to figure out what that point is how much would you pay a day I reckon I paid a dollar a day to use Instagram. Yeah. Maybe more. Like if there was no other option and Instagram's the only thing, maybe like 30 bucks a month. Yeah. Which is about a dollar a day. Yeah, pretty so, much. Okay, there you go. It was pretty yeah. accurate there when I said a yeah, dollar a day. That's it. So then that's like 365 bucks a year. Mm. That's what I think my data's worth. Yeah. That's what I think my interest, people yeah, knowing yeah. them, my age demographic, that's what I think that's worth. Mm. Yeah. I, but I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Like it's... Um, it's one of those things where advertising, I think, will never go away. It's definitely evolved since, yeah, since back in the day when you would pay to remove ads from things or, or, or get an ad-free experience, and now it's 
you're just changing the way the data is used to feed you said ads mm. um, and I think people are okay with ads these days the fact on yeah. social media and TikTok is a good example Instagram another one you just scroll past mm. it like you see it you keep going yeah I think I was surprised on Instagram recently I feel like I was scrolling on my feed and every third ad or every third post was an ad a mm. sponsored ad and for the most part they were just random things but there was some there that was like okay I must have spoke about this or like looked it up or something yeah but advertising is just so like ingrained in everything we do now yeah and sponsored stuff goes yeah it's just everywhere and it's how the world spins i guess like it yeah it is genuinely scary sometimes how quickly mm. that moves that process of like mm. you th- you think about or maybe you mention or talk about mm. or Mm. You do a Google about something like, oh, you know, I need to buy a new pair of shoes. Yeah. And then you'll be like, okay, I'm going to go on my lunch break and you're on Instagram. And this was only 15 minutes ago that you, you just quickly Googled Nikes at work. Mm. And then you realize, and you're on Instagram and you're swiping through and like ads for JD Sport and Nike will come up. Yeah. And you're like, I literally only just thought mm. about even potentially buying new shoes. Um, yeah, exactly. I had it the other night where like my wife and I were talking about something and I was like, oh, I'd love to buy, um, I can't remember what it was. Let's just say a hairbrush, right? Like mm. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to buy a hairbrush. Well, enjoy the ads that can come from this. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but I was like, I'd love to buy a hairbrush. And then literally like she like swiped one and maybe it was just already in a thing, but like we just swiped one down on Instagram. Mm. We were looking and it was like an ad for a hairbrush. Yeah. And I was like, did that just change then or was it just like yeah. coincidence that that happened or yeah I, I don't know i don't understand how it works like i'm not a, a coder for apps or anything but i'm sure it must when it's not on your page and you're scrolling uh scrolling down towards new posts mm. um yeah it must generate the second it like starts to appear the second it appears on yeah. your page like that's it it's it's generated but before then it still could be generating something because yeah it's happened to me as well like i say something and then next minute i've got an ad for that thing yeah i think it's scary and a lot of people probably wonder about this and probably don't realize but our phones do record what we say oh yeah 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 yeah. that is why you probably ask yourself i only was talking about that but i never searched it or looked it up and well yeah it's uh, just do it just honestly just do a test one day just say like, something around your phone. Just talk about something completely random that you haven't talked about all day and then just wait a few minutes and just go on Instagram. Yeah. And if not, a few be hours, an ad. Like, you'll find an ad for <laughs> There'll it. There'll be an ad. Through. It'll come up. Um, okay, so back to TikTok quickly mm. and then I think we'll go on to show and tell. Yeah, yeah. Um, back in 2020, Australia actually had the same kind of conversation around TikTok about yeah. whether it should be banned from Australia. Yeah. And Australia determined that yeah it's not a problem like yeah. it's not a threat to national security yes um and it's that it stayed like it's still around and that was like a while ago still uh 2020 yeah. but essentially what tiktok's put forward is what's what they're calling project texas which yeah. is uh essentially it's a promise by tiktok to make sure american data from tiktok exists exists solely in america and is overseen by americans only it also promises to delete all U.S. data backed up on servers outside of the country. Mm. Um, 
So if your biggest concern, which it seems like based on the language and the congressional hearing, is that American data is outside of America mm. or available to China, um, they uh, they should be happy with that, right? Like mm. if the app gets to stay and they're going to promise that American data mm. remains in country and isn't accessible yeah. overseas, then that's fine. But it doesn't. It hasn't seemed to go down. Like it hasn't no. gone down as well as you would well that's like the perfect yeah. solution yeah but it hasn't really gone down as well as you would have thought no in congress yeah um, i think there's a lot of oh i definitely know there's a lot of layers to this it's not just what we're talking about yeah absolutely there's definitely layers to it there's definitely concerns about what things could impact other things and politically what it does for the country i think with tiktok yeah just doing so well and having so many american users um, on the platform that's a, obviously a big enough reason to have concern mm. but there's all these other things that come into it and some were mentioned throughout the hearing like there were some good questions there were some but mostly it seems like there were a lot of joke questions or questions that really didn't want to seek answers they just wanted to say those things and yeah. sort of go on about them and, and maybe I don't know just sound and push this the CEO negatively and they didn't ask for a response. They, they just didn't want to hear what he had to say. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's unfortunate because it, it really is like, I mean, you know, democracy is actually a, a great place to uh, be able to have conversations and actually mm. get answers for things. I mean, going back to project access quickly, like it seems like a lot of the problems that people were having with it was the name of it. Yeah. Um, which is, a, which is just, I mean, it's just a code name for it. It's not going to be called that forever and <laughs> no. a day. And it's also, like, it's just like classic. Like I think someone tweeted, yeah. um, some uh, representative from Texas, like a like a political person. Uh, Texas stands for freedom and transparency, and we don't want TikTok's project. It's like you haven't really understood. <laughs> they, they don't quite understand. It's like I don't all really understand things. what they're talking about there, but. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. there's, there's plenty of project names out there that people will never know about. Like Google would have projects for all or project names for all of these projects that no one will ever yeah. know. Yeah. They just, they go under the radar. Obviously yep. TikTok decided to make a statement and be like, let's call it Project Texas because that's the most American thing we probably could think of right now. Mm. But it's, yeah, kicked them in the butt a bit because obviously America has issue with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, props to Executive Chief Officer mm. uh, from TikTok. He's doing a good job, I guess, in yeah. the congressional hearing. And um, yeah. if, just in case you are stealing all of our data and selling on the dark web, don't, please don't, Yeah, I guess. It would be my request, but I'm sure that's not actually happening. And yeah. they're just a business and, yeah, I think everyone needs just to chill out a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, you know. <laughs> just chill out a little bit. Um, you don't have to use it. Right, yeah, like, like you can download you don't, if you yeah if you're on the app and you stand with the American government you probably are, you, I don't think you know what you're doing yeah I you mean maybe really and maybe that's why they their questions are so weird yeah because they have no idea how TikTok works because there was yeah. no way that they go on the app yeah there were plenty of I think some of the congressmen and women I think we're talking about their kids are on the app mm. and they were just using them being like how can yeah like how can we stop our kids from doing this and it's like well that's probably that might be a parenting thing that's not a that's, that's true. not a necessarily a tiktok thing i'm not saying you're a bad parent but you probably need to do other things no, you talk, talk to your kids and say yeah. hey maybe you don't need to uh 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, it goes back to the whole, like, I mean, this is a much wider conversation I think we'll have about social media in general eventually. But um, how how good is social media for you anyway, really? Like, even if it's not TikTok, maybe it's yeah. Instagram, maybe it's Facebook, maybe it's Twitter. I think I get a dopamine hit from being on it, but then as mm. soon as I'm off it, I'm like, what a waste of time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you look back at the number of hours you probably spent on it in a, in a sitting or a day mm. or a week, you you kind of feel like you didn't achieve much. Yeah. You had a, you had a good laugh at a meme or mm. a video someone yeah. made or you enjoyed some content, but yeah. it's just all about balance. Life's all about balance. Mm. Not, to, not to get all health and well-being on everyone, but just, you know, just enjoy your life. Yep. Go outside, hug a hug a tree. Yeah, um, exactly. Kiss your significant other if they if that you're at that level yes. of yeah, yeah. kissing each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? When you're comfortable. <laughs> yeah. At your own time. Anyway, uh, we're way off track for TikTok, but I think it's a good time to move into show and tell. Yeah. Uh, Michael, would you like? Would you like to start? Would you like me to start I talking can. about what we saw this week? I've got two things actually. I've got so one. I can do one, and then you could do one, then or, I could do one. Or I'll start because yeah, mine's yeah. mine's a bit strange. Mine's um something you may have seen on your feed because I know we both follow this uh, this director and creator. Yep. Um, Ash Thorpe. Yep. And a few other people uh, put together this lovely uh, experience called uh, or it was called Chimera. Mm. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And then the website was experiencechimera.com. Right. If you go there now, you get a 11-minute video, which I believe is mostly credits and random information. But essentially, it was an experience over the course of one to two weeks, I believe, that you would go to this website and it would be an experience of visual storytelling. This is cool. And... At the moment, because of the way they've done it, you can't experience it again. If you missed out on the initial viewing of this... Did you miss out? I got as far as like one or two things uh, into it. Like I think I put in the password or the, the word. I think there was a phrase. It was, it, was, it was a question and then it had a few blank spaces. I filled that out and then I got to the next step, but I, I couldn't continue just based on the time I had in the day. But it was a whole visual experience and it was praised by a lot of people. Mm. So I think it was quite the storytelling experience that I hope, hope, hope he can bring back one day because I would love to see it. Yeah, well, it's like I'm just on the website at the moment. It's like an 11 minute video of just comments of people saying how cool it was. That's it. So unfortunately, we've missed it. Hopefully they bring something back again or do something else like that. But yeah, that's my thing. It's not that's much, really but you can cool. go watch the comments. It's a cool little thing. There's a few p- bits and pieces on his social and the other people involved as well. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and just, just a general shout out, I guess, to Ash Thorpe, who yeah, doesn't need much of shouting out. But no. if, you, if you're looking for another podcast to listen to, that's um, just in-depth conversations with like very, very creative people, uh, mm. go and check out the Collective podcast because that's yeah. amazing. Um, he's done some cool ones. He just did the guy who shot the Batman, mm-hmm. um, Greg Frazier. Mm-hmm. Um, he had someone on. He had someone else on the other day. It was like really, really cool. I want to listen yeah. to, but I haven't. Yeah. Cool. Uh, okay, so my two show and tells really quickly. Mm. Number one is there's a YouTube channel. Uh, the guy name's 
the guy's name is Clinton Jones. Oh, yes. But it's, it's Ponisher. Yep. So it's P-W-N-I-S-H-E-R. Mm-hmm. Yep, big fan. Um, so he used to work with the Corridor guys mm-hmm. um, as like a 3D Corridor, artist. Corridor Digital. Yeah, the Corridor Digital guys. Up, yeah, yeah, Corridor Digital or Corridor Crew on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's since left and he's doing his own thing, like running his own channel. And he's been doing these like uh, challenges, like 3D render challenges. Yeah. And the most recent one he did was called Endless Engines. And he basically mm. creates like a Blender file or a 3DS Max, whatever he uses, mm. with the animation data and has to like be this long, like yeah. X amount of frames long. Yeah, yeah. And it has to kind of come in and then go out. Yeah. So this one is like a vehicle coming in, mm. going through something and then going out. Yeah. And then people take that animation data or yeah. that like those frames and mm. create their own animation, like with their own vehicle, their own scene setting. Yeah. So he just did one. And he's released uh, the top 100. Like he, they go through and do a live stream and pick like the top 100 of all the submissions. I think 4,280 submissions from this most recent one, Endless Engines. And he's just gone through and picked the top 100 and put them into a montage. Mm. It's just it's just really cool to watch like how incredibly talented people are yeah. to go from like nothing to these in- this amazing animations. Yeah, for sure. It's all different types of vehicles planes motorbikes cars mm. like tanks like it's really really cool yeah it's only like nine minutes or something too so if you get a chance go yeah, watch right. that uh and then the second thing which is not particularly creative but it does fall into the area of like technology which is where i'm interested in mm. is i just got a uh three-month trial to apple tv plus which Ooh. i've been enjoying okay um and one of the shows i started watching is called a long way up and a it's um you and mcgregor and this other so Ewan McGregor from mm. Star Wars fame obviously yep. and this other guy named Charlie Borman and they ride from the bottom of South America in Tierra de, Fue- de Fe- Fuego yeah. I think it is yeah. and then they ride from there to LA so like all the way up South America so on motorbikes yeah, right. all the way up to South America through like Argentina and Bolivia and Colombia everywhere yeah. into Mexico and then into LA but they do it on um, it's from a while ago I think it was like 2019 yeah, they filmed right. it, it but they familiar. do it on electric bikes oh okay and they have so VIN number 0000001 and 0000002 of the Rivian R1T yeah wow so Rivian like made like pre-production vehicles for them to take from the, the bottom of South America all the way to California on this drive yeah and it's really cool. Like, even if you don't love motorbikes or like adventure doco kind of stuff like this, mm. if you're a fan of Ewan McGregor, which how can you not be? He's yeah, so yeah. charming. Yeah, yeah, what a man. <laughs> and even in this, he's like so nice. Like people, like no one really in Argentina knows him. And then he's like, oh, have you seen Star Wars to some people? And they're like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just like a random guy. Yeah. But he's like the nicest person in the world. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's really cool just to see the challenges mm. that they face with electric vehicles. Yeah, right especially in like a part of 2019 so it was a few years ago but also in a part of the world where there's like not a lot of just good quality power yeah and charges especially yeah. so rivian actually like design uh like it built in some charges along their route for them as well yeah, wow. as providing the cars um but yeah it's just really cool like to see the challenges like how heat and uh cold and heat affect the like quality of the battery when they're riding the bikes like yeah. electric bikes and yeah, it's really cool. If you if you 
stuck for something to watch yeah awesome and you want to watch a doco series it's it's really fun great plus i'd love to do that one day that'd be awesome yeah that would be uh yeah cool thanks for watching yeah appreciate me thanks for having us again no my pleasure thanks for listening guys thanks for listening uh thank you yeah Yeah, this is where i always stuff up the outro i'll leave this bit in that's funny for everyone (laughs) i just want to say a huge thank you to scott baker for creating our creatively random intro and outro music um follow us on socials we love getting feedback from people Mm. Um, whether you liked it if you got a topic that we can talk about or any questions for us hit us up you can follow us on social media it's at creatively random so it's it's creatively and then rndm so random without the vowels um or you can go to creativelyrandom.com and send us a message and we'd love to hear from you. Also, tell a friend if you've been enjoying the podcast. Yeah. Uh, leave a rating on wherever you listen and tell a friend. Get the word out there. Um, we're keen to get into more people's ears and have them be a part of the, the, the gang, the mm. crew. But yeah, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Hope you have a great week. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.